2019, you were responsible for what over 200,000? Yeah, um, thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, coordinated care, uh, we are uh, statewide for the foster care Medicaid program. Mm -hmm. we, thank you. Um, and we have that great opportunity to really um, help um, the foster families maneuver the Medicaid system. Mm -hmm. And then we also are able to have um, family coverage for others um, through our uh, integrated managed care, which is the Apple Health Medicaid program throughout most of the state. Mm -hmm. um, and then we are also on Ambitter yes. uh, by Coordinated Care. Uh, currently in 27 counties, next year we'll be in 29. Nice. And in Medicare, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're breaking news, you're breaking news. <laughs> and then um, we do have um, uh, Medicare Advantage now through our partner Walker, uh, which is an affiliate of uh, Centene. We're in King Pierce and Snohomish County this year, mm -hmm. and we're expanding into five additional counties next year. Again, um, you hear your first. So we yeah. uh, continue to move forward. But we don't know which counties it's a big secret right now, but well, we'll have to get all the CMS approval. Yes, exactly. we'll get the CMS yeah. approval. Uh, the reason we kind of know about it here is because I've had different agents talk to us and say, oh, well, these guys are just rolling and, and, and not connected with this Medicare plan. So it's like, mm -hmm. that's because things are going on in the background that you don't know about. There, <laughs> there is that changing environment of healthcare. It so is. It's constantly changing. and. It's really dynamic, and that's why we're here today to talk about the big changes that are going on. Well, yeah, I think we we referred to the first half of if you want to be in health insurance, uh, the first part of the game was really the Affordable Care Act. Yes, yeah. Um, that brought a lot of new players in. Uh, Centene was one. Uh, they're now working with one in five on the, the exchanges across the United States. Uh, yes, we are um, yes. the largest um, across the country in both the Medicaid plans mm -hmm. and the uh, exchange plans. And then here in Washington, um, you know, we are one of the larger exchange plans and one of the Medicaid plans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're, you're, one of the big, you're one of the big players uh, and take care of a lot of people. And, and that has, you know, since you have been really good with the, the policy and the programs, um, I'm gonna throw a, a really big one here. Because uh, one of the big things you brought to the game was your benefits program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it was because we discovered it a couple of years ago, personally, because we, we be, being a small business, we used your plans. And we've used Ambetter. And we used yeah. Ambetter by answering a bunch of questions. We were able to get a couple hundred dollars and we used it for Christmas one year. Yep. That's great. And then they the whole present shopping experience other than just cash, I got the digital set. Oh, that's true. Which helped with these options. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's having, you know, a robust idea. And, you know, it, it's really a blessing looking at those different perk programs um, and having comprehensive. Is there going to be, uh, you know, expanded in the Medicaid market or with those perks? Yeah, no, thank you for bringing that up. Um, I think what you're referencing is um, on our Ambitter products, mm -hmm. we have a rewards program called My Health Pays. Yes. yes. And for doing healthy behaviors and getting immunizations, getting well, uh, well child exams, well adult exams, there's money put on a Visa card. Yes. And that um, folks in uh, the exchange marketplace can use that for 
premiums for co-pays, uh, co-insurance, and other things, um, mm -hmm. as you pointed out. Mm -hmm. We actually do have that program, My Health Pays, on our Medicaid program, uh, Coordinated Care. Um, it um, has very similar, uh, not quite up to the $500 level, but similar ways. And what we find too in the Medicaid program is um, young families are able to use that sometimes for diapers, for formula, for really essentials that they need um, as part of taking care of their family. Um, so it's been a great benefit. Um, and we do have it on both of our programs. That's great. Yeah, and we've, we've seen that kind of shift policy-wise mm -hmm. on, on, the, on the Medicaid side of things. Mm -hmm. uh, now, in other states, we've also seen that shift in the Medicare programs. Mm -hmm. uh, this year was kind of exciting because I know a couple states, they offered uh, you know how to get better food assistance on their Medicare products. Yes. Um, are you doing something similar, similar with the, your, your Medicare Advantage program? Um, we are. Um, and on our WellCare program, mm -hmm. uh, we do have um, a premium program where um, individuals get premium back. And um, they can use that for <laughs> utilities, for you know, other things. And then on our duals programs, we are looking for how can we make sure we're offering programs that are gonna help uh, individuals um, with food insecurity, with uh, housing mm -hmm. insecurity. So we do have those programs on our well care uh, products. We also um, are launching in our Medicaid program, uh, coordinated care, an Apple Bucks program. So um, we will have um, all of the Medicaid programs have value-add benefits, uh -huh. and we're adding a value-add benefit really to deal with so much of what we've seen mm -hmm. in, um, in Washington and other areas um, during the pandemic, access to food. And so um, this will be a program where individuals can get a prescription um, that they can bring to their grocery mm -hmm. store for fresh fruits and vegetables. Nice. Um, and awesome. so it'll be an additional benefit that we're offering on our uh, our so it does it coordinate with the, our program that has that? It, it does it does it's supplemental to that that's great mm -hmm. because our our local farmers market supports that completely. yes, yes. we have a great farmers market yes. while you're here you should go there. i will i will mcgregor's honey you need to okay. <laughs> all right it's that or the river walk i'll have okay. to see well they're all right it's a farmers market okay awesome yeah so there's, there's some like the, there, the big change in washington state took place in eight states Yes, it was huge. It was huge. It was the Healthline Finder finally getting to upload their numbers mm -hmm. into the into the exchange, and we saw a big shift. And you mentioned you had some some examples that you saw I, I at the upper level. I do. I have some examples. Mm -hmm. So I think what you're referencing is the American Rescue Plan yes. um, that was passed in March, and this is a huge opportunity for individuals who access their care through the exchange marketplace. Um, as we recognize, and I know we're trying to educate um, your clients and others um, about that, and really um, there's a couple things that that program does. It actually increases the amount of subsidies for individuals, and um, there's a couple uh, of uh, nuances to that. So um, any um, individual um, has been able to access subsidies up to 400% of the federal poverty level. Yeah. Um, the American Rescue Plan actually takes that cliff away. And now there is the opportunity for anyone who um, spends more than 8.5% right. of their income on health insurance, they will be um, eligible for a subsidy. And then an additional thing, and I'm gonna go into that part because I have examples there, but the part that I find really um, amazing and I think is new to people is if in 2021, um, anyone has had uh, uh, unemployment, um, they actually, when they enroll in the marketplace exchange in 2021, mm -hmm. um, and they make sure that they upload that they had that un unemployment, 
they actually go to the highest subsidy level um, at that 133% of poverty level. Um, and they also qualify for the cost share reductions. And so I think it's really something important that we as a community um, have the opportunity to educate people, particularly with so many having unemployment um, challenges this year, that they will be eligible for zero premium plans um, in their markets and cost share reductions for any uh, uh, co uh, cost share uh, co-pays, et cetera. So we did a little homework. Mm -hmm. I did a little homework. <laughs> with uh, mostly the smart um, uh, analysts I work with okay. um, to really get some examples. Specific to, we're in um, Chelan County. Um, okay. And so specific to Chelan County, every county in Washington, as you know, is maybe a little bit different because premium levels are uh, you know, slightly different. Um, but here in Chelan County, um, for a family of four, who previously had been at 150% of the poverty level, they were still paying, um, you know, $136 yeah, so right. <laughs> in premium, now nothing. Yeah. So that'll be a savings of at least over $1,000 for those families. It's kind of weird because, because of how the plans are set up, we're, we're seeing more and more of the $1.30s and $1.60s when they flow through it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, an it's, odd amount. It's it's an odd amount. It's it's stuff that wasn't covered in that, that Affordable Care Act. They said, okay, you've got to still charge for it. Something in that. They right. did that in the last couple of years because re before that we were I was calling them immortals mm -hmm. because it was someone rolling in and they'd get a plan it was zero out of pocket and they'd have a health insurance plan that was mm -hmm. on the private market. Mm -hmm. um, before this started, we were looking at about forty thousand bronze plans level plans wow. that that zero that okay. one dollar cost level. Mm -hmm. um, when the American Rescue Plan went in, we're looking at about ten thousand in Washington State on the silver level. Yeah, which is a lot. A yes. lot of people getting those low, you know, like dollar plans, and we get the we get the occasional person that, that says, "Is this really how much it is?" Yeah. And it wasn't until May sixth that we can actually do that. Here's the numbers that the machine shows us. Right, as, as you say, it was just this past week mm -hmm. that the Health Benefit Exchange was able to update yeah. um, all of their tables um, that shows people what they're eligible for. And today, I think it's um, one of the last days to um, enroll for June 1st. Yep, for today, June 1st. Yeah. Uh, There's some flexibility, but today is the general rule. They go by this, they call the rule of 15, mm -hmm. right? If you enroll prior to the 15th of the month, your coverage will be in the first of the following. Right. Month. So right. if we go tomorrow, it'll be July 1st. Well, and I think, you know, kind of carrying mm -hmm. through those examples, um, at 250% of the poverty level for a family of four, that's a family of four making about $65,000, mm $66,000 a year. They have been paying as much as um, close to $500 yeah. in premium, yeah. um, down to about $200 in premium. Mm -hmm. So a significant savings. And then this is where there's new eligibility categories that we yes. talked about. Whereas before, Anyone who was making below or above 400% of the federal poverty level did not qualify for any subsidies. Mm -hmm. And that's changed now with that 8.5% yes. of um, income. Um, so now a family of four in Chelan County who is making about 131,000, which, mm -hmm. which is a nice income, yeah. Yeah. Um, that um, at, they may have been paying about um, $1,500 a month on a silver plan reduces all the way down to under $1,000 a month yep. for a family plan. And we've got a couple of people I've seen that actually happen with. And these are individuals who did not have subsidies before. Mm -hmm. and they're very happy about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I had my people who are above the 400%. I had a, a 
pretty good, pretty good list. Mm -hmm. And I touched just about all of them. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, this is happening. I had a few people who weren't reporting their income because they knew they were way over it. Got right. them to report their income right. made a huge difference. And we're saving people money we can't over right. right now. Right. It is really putting money back. Well, and Susie, you raise a really good point because um, people do need to revisit their information yep. on mm -hmm. the health benefit exchange. Yes. If you haven't reported your income, you should report your income mm -hmm. because even if you didn't qualify for subsidies before, you might now. Mm -hmm. If you had unemployment, that's the big one we've been, we've been reaching out um, for. You don't have to still be on unemployment. No, you just had to have been at, at, any, point. Point, at yep. any point this year, twenty twenty one. Yes. Yeah, what we've also been seeing is a big movement of people who, um, particularly small businesses, mm -hmm. small business owners that, that said, oh, okay, for I didn't qualify, so I'm going to go with this off exchange plan, or I'm going to go with this health share company. Yes, right. Um, we've seen them come in and, and start to price income and do okay. the exchange. Um, and that's a big, big market out there. And it's, it's not just Chelan. Uh, because the way that there, our state's carved up, we also go uh, Okanagan, mm -hmm. uh, Douglas, mm -hmm. and Grant. Yeah. It's kind of this, this chunk of central Washington that we've been, that are conveniently put together in this. It's kind of, it's one of the highest expensive zones in the state. Uh, it's because of our marketplace. Yeah, um, a, couple we, of different, a couple of different factors. Mm -hmm. um, the lack of competition. Well, well, it's the big thing, as I as I as I have told everyone, it takes two to tango. Yeah, it's a dance between the providers and the insurance companies. And if you have a, a provider say, "Hey, I'm going to upcharge everybody," then the insurance companies leave the marketplace. Uh, we've seen that a couple times uh, with like Premier and Lifewise leaving the marketplace. Um, Fortunately, we're up to three carriers now, 31 plans in our area. You've, you've always been here and we've never left. That's yes, right. you, you were the holdout. And yes, it's and like, thank goodness. Well, it's, 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 it's mm -hmm. demographics, you know, mm -hmm. of the community. Well, and yeah. how that impacts providers and impacts everything. And you're right, it's multifactorial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is something. Well, that, the demographics also, the fact that we are very widespread. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are, our population density isn't very heavy. King County, everyone's all crammed together. We're spread really wide. A lot of square footage and not as many people so mm -hmm. it's a that's part of the dynamic as well right and again it's like like you said that's multifactual mm -hmm. factual yes it is it's, it's something that we, we look about and it's 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 one of the challenges of healthcare because to bring in a new plan you'd have to negotiate with with the current providers mm -hmm. heavily mm -hmm. and hope to get a good rate and you'd have to have at least a thousand new enrollees to bring in a new new carrier. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that there's a limit or uh, but to make it work. That's yeah. viable. Yeah, that's, um, you're absolutely right. Uh, you're absolutely yeah, right. We, we've looked at that uh, that kind of example because there's not a lot of large companies with large group plans in our area. So it's like, right. how do we bring in? How do we increase this, the the health plan finder is a shopping experience for the small group, small individuals? Right. And so yeah, we've, we've kind of looked at it. Uh, because, like, for example, one of the off-group, off-exchange plans that you can only get through their website in a paper application mm -hmm. had an enrollment last year of seven members. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I drill down. It's like, okay. And I, some people come in and say, I want, I want to see this option. Like, here's the option. There were seven people enrolled in it last year. Do you want it? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and that, that's kind of the thing is like we we will we will show people all all the options available um the kind of the big exception is is we've never caught the the health share bug um and the re reason why is because we've seen too many get kicked out of the state um and it's not insurance Right. <laughs> so uh, we talk about networks, we talk mm -hmm. about prices, we talk about how the fact that community health has been in our area, our zone, since day one. Coordinated care. Coordinated care. You guys. Uh -huh. yes. um, and that consistency has really made a difference mm -hmm. um, because their relationship with the carriers, between the carriers and the providers is well established. Right. And it, so that's that's really good to hear. Um, and I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> my train of thought totally derailed. So, <laughs> well, and I, I think too, um, the value that you all bring, um, you know, in the community and others is you help people navigate, which mm -hmm. is sometimes very complex issues. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked a lot about just now um, metal plans. What is that? What's uh -huh. silver? What's a gold? What's a bronze? Um, you all have a great um, opportunity of educating the individual based on their experience. Um, and I think some of what I want to make sure that we are helping people understand is that um, there is great opportunity. There's a couple statistics that um, um, it's estimated that about 75% of individuals currently enrolled on the exchange will have an increase in subsidies levels yeah, with yeah. these new changes. Mm -hmm. yep. And there's also maybe another 25,000 or more who have the opportunity for a subsidy mm -hmm. because of these changes. And yep. that was that above the 400% of poverty level mm -hmm. you know, that we yeah. talked about. And I think that's where um, you've been great partners and where you partner also with your clients is helping them to understand how do they navigate the Health Plan Finder mm -hmm. website? How do they update their um, income information? Mm -hmm. um, because as you know, um, anyone who has their income information with the state, um, with the health benefit exchange, um, can automatically get those um, subsidies applied for their June enrollment. There are others, though, who haven't given their um, income mm -hmm. to the state, and so it would behoove them to do that. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. Or they haven't given the state the opportunity to update, you know, their yeah. information. It is. It's it's one of those things that the when you when you say income, and then you actually start diving into the numbers, and, and well, I need this depreciation here, mm -hmm. or this, you know, what's what's my my modified adjusted gross income? Yes. It sounds like Greek. It does. It yes. really does. We we've been because of, you know who we are and how many plans we've explained it. We've almost got it to a puppet show level, <laughs> and and that's what we have to do. And it's it's complicated. You could be in the industry thirty years and never have to work with that. Um, and so it's really important to understand. It's like, oh, hey, this I need to declare if I'm going to go out and temporarily work cherries this year, this ten, extra ten thousand dollars, or I'm going to end up paying back the subsidy when I file my taxes next year. Well, and that's exactly where your expertise comes in, because as we were talking about, anyone who is below two hundred and fifty percent of poverty level, mm -hmm. and that includes now anyone who had whether or not you're at that a two hundred fifty percent poverty level. You had any unemployment disorder, you go to the fullest extent of subsidies. Yep. But to really leverage those subsidies, you need to enroll in a silver plan yep. so yep. that you can use the cost share reductions. The, that is not the, intuitive uh, to no, the average consumer. And so we have to help. And <laughs> those silver plans with those full subsidies and the, and the maximum cost sharing are basically platinum level plans for great benefits. For 
pennies. Pennies. <laughs> pennies on the dollar. And, and I would be remiss if yeah. I'm mentioning you have the rose house. You're absolutely right, You got the, the bottom two, two price. You've got I, the benchmark. I, I gotta I gotta say that when you've got a plan, you've got something you've got full cost sharing, there's a plan that just kicks butt. And I've got I've moved so many people into that because of that. Yeah, we've 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 Susie and I have like, okay, what is the most game-changing moment of the American Rescue Plan Act? Mm-hmm. And um we're we're kind of at a, a crossroads of what's what's the best one. Um, I was on the 8.5 percent. The people who hadn't received because we when we've priced it out, we've we've had some some couples in the two hundred thousand dollar income range mm-hmm. get subsidies for the first time. Right, and that's been massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susie, what was what was your I game was, changer? I was really a big fan of the whole unemployment connection mm-hmm. and and that particular cost sharing and because that made people who had been squeaking by on their right. on their their budget get some money back and the fact that when you file your taxes next year mm-hmm. they're going to retroactively adjust oh, that's an important point. Uh-huh. That that's is. a really important point because as this works is as um, for anyone who it automatically updates on June 1st, mm-hmm. they'll have the increased subsidy. Mm-hmm. Um, those who haven't need to get in and update their information. Yeah. The benefits are retroactive to January, mm-hmm. um, but the January through June, the recoupment is on your taxes yes. and the following year. You will get so the difference important. back at your taxes. Hey. And, 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 oh, there's more. Hey, um, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are Sorry. We get excited with this stuff. <laughs> it's it's exciting. Um, There's the, okay, the the most exciting thing, and this is this is what no, that no one else is talking about, is the fact that you, if you drew one week of unemployment, you can get that high subsidy platinum plan. It's usually you know twenty bucks or less, um, and turn around and literally kill it on your income. You you could pop a job making a million dollars this year. And not have to pay back anything. So there's literally no restraints. Free run as hard as you can, as long as your your new employer doesn't offer you a health plan. And that's what no one's mentioning. It's like there's actual incentive for people to get back to work immediately and carry an awesome health plan with them. Right. For no cost. For and if they have no a cost. shelter plan, you know, cost share assistance, mm-hmm. and have a, a job. Yeah. Um, and for unemployment at some point in 2021. And if I was an employer looking to hire people, it'd be like, okay, these are the people I want to talk you to talk to healthcare. Sure, we'll give you a hundred dollars this year signing bonus per month. You can use it to apply healthcare. You got to pay the payroll taxes on it. It's a perk. And they turn around, they get awesome health care for the rest rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a quicker chance to take a break from paying for a group plan. Yep. And they can revisit really it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think those are just phenomenal benefits that it is it most folks don't understand. It's so the, deep. <laughs> the, health, the health benefit exchange is also doing a marketing campaign, you know, out to individuals to let them know. But it is going to be all of us, um, you know, letting our communities know that um, go in. And one of the other things too um, is 
people need to really understand put your information in to mm -hmm. the health benefits yes. exchange because and we'll help you with that <laughs> yes. yeah and you do a great service with that because if you don't then the premiums that are displayed are meaningless yes um, and so you really need to go in for your specific circumstances put your income in and then it'll display what's available to you so if you are below 250 percent of the poverty level um, they're going to, you're going to not have the premium that's posted. It'll probably let less than half that. Plus on a silver plan, you get the cost share reduction. So there's additional subsidies. So it really is important to make sure that that information is as up to date as possible. Accurate, to is, advantage accurate is key. Mm -hmm. yep. Accurate is key when you're reporting your income. Because mm -hmm. if you underreport your income and you take more subsidies than you're entitled to, they're going to ask for that back at tax time. Right. Over-report, they'll give it back, but we always strive for accurate mm -hmm. income at our office. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely, because that will drive subsidies and and uh, avoid tax problems. Exactly. Yeah. No one wants a surprise at yeah. tax time. Yeah, no one wants And there's a point this year with that, there's a certain age group and income bracket. If, you, if you're just shy of that 400%, and you bump over it's a weird curve and and i actually did it where um you really want to be careful of that because you'll look at it and you'll end up the subsidies aren't even all the way up right, yeah, right. there's a little there's a little hiccup yeah, yeah. it's not a huge window it's not like the cliff but yeah, there's a, there's a definite window out there we, we've seen that in our our 50 and it's usually above that that 350 to 400 range mm -hmm. is is a little dip down and then it pops back over. Do you think it's important to talk about um, the ability of consumers to switch plans? Yes, um, because there is in the special enrollment period, which we're in now through August yes. 15th, um, anyone can go in and uh, buy a plan or they can change a plan if um, their uh, subsidy levels or income or things have changed. So if someone is in that circumstance where they bought a plan without a subsidy, but now they qualify for a subsidy, um, they can go in and switch those plans. And I know we at Ambetter are um, keeping the accumulators. Yes. Or um, if you go, if you change plans, we'll carry forth the accumulators mm -hmm. from that original plan. I'm not sure everyone's doing that. Uh, I, I know that. Oh, and this. Oh, this was a literal lifesaver for one of my clients. Mm -hmm. Great. I had a, a, a person who was on the Ambitter five bronze plan. Good solid bronze plan. Mm -hmm. It was affordable for them. She got diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. And so they've been, they've been, they've got a lot of out-of-pocket expenses. Mm -hmm. Well, unemployment this year. Okay. Got her shifted into yep. awesome. uh, uh, got her shifted up to a silver plan with mm -hmm. full cost sharing. Mm -hmm. She's met all of her accumulators. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So that's a question. Will she get a refund of over it's not my understanding there's refunds on that okay um, we can double check and i don't know if that's updated through taxes it carries over but i'm not i figured if it's going to be anywhere it'll be taxed it's, it's going to be a difficult one because that that's going to fall back on the providers yeah. and so, because that's really largely unregulated it's hard to say what they're going to do um i thought i came across a, another one today uh this week that was one of the one of the things the american rescue act did was for postpartum uh, pregnancies. Mm -hmm. They extended Apple Health for yes. a full year. Medicaid coverage for uh, moms who have babies are eligible for a year. Well, we had a client that they went through that and 
lo and behold, they were kicked over to a paid plan. Well, it's, it's one of those ones. They, they, they got some really good coverages, uh, but because of the health plan and the way it's set up, they did the, well, no, this is on the health care authority. And it's like, well, this should be hardwired into your system. Okay. So it's it's not all the benefits are there, and sometimes you get weird gaps. Everything's happening fast, and so we'll have to pay attention to those. Um, and sure. again, why it's helpful to have a broker because we watch this. Yeah. Yes. But the accumulators, um, you email this bill from a plan within the company mm -hmm. and keep those accumulators is huge mm -hmm. um, because my client, for example, it has hit their out of pocket exactly. maximum, yeah. and so. By hitting the out-of-pocket maximum, she's done for the year. Right. Mm -hmm. And she can go and continue to have her, you know, the chemotherapy and the treatments and mm -hmm. not worry about it and save them thousands of dollars. No, that's great. Yeah, so yeah, we're, we're seeing it both ways, but it's like, eh, there's, there's some times where the system is not perfect. Yes, and there's always going to be, there's always going to be glitches. And that's why you have someone with a second pair of eyes on it. Exactly. And then if it's something that is a, a system glitch, we can report it and they can address it in the proper IT situation. Mm -hmm. Like the like the healthcare authorities dropping the ball on someone's pregnancy. Coverage. Well, it's and I tell people this: it's it's the way with the system works up. The health plan finder's got its own database. Mm -hmm. The insurance companies have at least one, sometimes two, because there's also a billing database. Right. Yes, and they don't always talk. Um, the yeah, the the healthcare authority under uh, DSH has got at least two databases I'm aware of. Um, so sometimes there's there's a little hiccup there. Mm -hmm. Personally, we're running another two databases in ours. Um, we we run one for that that kind of keeps an eye on the plans and, and gives the basic oh this is who's really calling us and some backup notes for we call it our, our big brain. And uh, about a year and a half ago, we added a uh, kind of an outreach program to do, do the marketing we're getting ready to do our final transition over and drop our hard bones. Oh, wow, okay. Um, because this, this new system, we're, we're able to send texts and, re and receive. Sense. He's yeah. very excited. And, and, and do some automation. And we've been, we've been working with it for about a year and a half and it's, we're almost to that final step of, yes, we can actually set up and go to OMAC if we want and have the system up there and uh, running with us. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're it's each step's got different little databases, and sometimes there's little hitches to those giddy up. Yeah, every every database mm -hmm. has a hitch to the giddy up. So um, final thoughts. I know you've got a little bit more to go that you wanted to address. Um, I think you know, hit most of the the main points. I mean, we're certainly excited to work with you and um, the community mm -hmm. on these are significant changes that mm -hmm. will really benefit Washingtonians, and it behooves all of us to make sure that our communities are educated on mm -hmm. um, how they can get um, affordability and access um, you know, to, to healthcare. And so appreciate um, having the opportunity to, to visit with you and um, you know, hopefully answer some questions and shed some light and certainly um, happy to uh, answer any more that I can. Um, and uh, just, you know, again, a little plug for you know, Ambetter and Coordinated Care. Um, you know, we are in the Chelan and Douglas uh, area. We are mostly mm -hmm. uh, statewide. There's mm -hmm. a couple counties we don't have We've really increased our network size. Over you the have. And that's oh, very uh, much appreciated. Yeah. If you can figure out how to get the University of Washington, man, that would be awesome. That's, that's, yeah, that's the that's one the network. <laughs> that's the unicorn right now. Well, we have more providers coming. Um, yeah. That's all that's I'll good. say. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we, will, we will talk we'll offline secrets, about that. We'll let you know. Um, um, we'll explain to you what's coming. And I, I think, uh, too, on the 
there are Ambedder plants, mm -hmm. and we're also growing our footprint across the country. And Which so is there is that opportunity to receive care um, outside of the, the state of Washington. We mentioned the My Health Pays. Um, zero dollar for um telehealth visits that what was the, huge it was, it was a and, 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 I, and i laughed at this because there, there was there was a couple um political individuals that, that mentioned you know the importance of telehealth and i had to look and i had to look because the coverage is just like and i, and I looked and you were one of the companies mm -hmm. that had already had telehealth in play right before right. this whole thing right. it's like it was a godsend. I mean, it, we, I don't, I, I don't have the numbers. You know, these are all directionally correct. Mm -hmm. We saw upwards of fifteen hundred percent increase in oh, telemedicine. Oh, visits. absolutely. And so it was really um, wonderful um, during the pandemic when people couldn't go or didn't feel comfortable going. Um, we saw a, a great uptick. Um, both in behavioral health telemedicine mm -hmm. and even in physical health. Um, behavioral health is so critical. Has mm -hmm. been very, so critical. Very important. And so critical. You know, certainly doesn't replace in-person visits no. on occasion. But what we heard, particularly for our youth population, mm -hmm. is that um, we had um, reports from some counselors that there was more robust conversations. And I don't know if it's that little bit of um, anonymity that you're not sitting directly across from um, someone, or kids are more comfortable with screens. Um, but we had a really big uptick and a report. Again, nothing, uh, you know, mm -hmm. not, you, there mm -hmm. is the absolute need for in person visits. I don't want to um, say never that. Just that. Mm -hmm. But that there are those um, opportunities for real robust conversations um, that, uh, that happen in the well, telemedicine space. In our section of the state, we mm -hmm. have limited access mm -hmm. to right. counselors. Right. Right. So having that telehealth and having, you know, you know, it's, it's, awesome that you guys continually improve the coverages that you have so that when we had you know a, an emergency like we did with covid it was like oh we've already got it in place we're ready to it's, go it's ready to go you guys were ahead of the curve that's great you know and that made a difference with your clients mm -hmm. overall well-being yeah we all we all had to make you know make changes and you know continue to adapt i mean we mm -hmm. continue to adapt yeah. as the affordable care act changes mm -hmm. um this american rescue plan act is a huge um, welcome um, for uh, many of our uh, our citizens, our oh. neighbors, our friends. Our neighbors, know, yes. And so whatever we can do to help with that, we certainly want to be a part of it. And so thank you for letting me be here mm -hmm. today to just kind of help educate and happy to continue uh, to do whatever will be well, helpful. It's, it's been a joy. And yeah. it's, it's one yeah. of those things that's, is, is important to talk. Mm -hmm. And that's that's probably the biggest thing that we we saw and the biggest shortcoming throughout this whole pandemic mm -hmm. was getting the information out to our friends and neighbors. Right. Um, it's like, there's help available. Hey, they've got these awesome telehealth to that. All you mm -hmm. got to do is give them a phone call. Mm -hmm. And because of, unfortunately, because of how politicized things are. And the other thing, there's kind of a stigma about talking about finances. Mm -hmm. Between those two stigmas, mm -hmm. it, not enough information gets out to let people know that, hey, there is help available. It's actually easy yeah. to get help right. and assistance. And there's some good people like yourself and, and your team working well, on this. Thank you. Um, and there's that um, additional affordability, yes. which is so important in these times that um, this Rescue Plan Act is uh, amazing in what it can deliver. Oh, yeah. And people just need to know and they need to not be afraid to put their information in Health Plan Finder mm -hmm. so that they can get the exactly. information that they mm -hmm. need. 
um, because as we were pointing out, there's opportunities for zero deductible yeah. plans, zero cost share plans if you've had any unemployment, and huge savings even for people who didn't qualify for subsidies mm -hmm. before because it's it's no longer stopped at 400% of poverty mm -hmm. level. It's now that eight and a half percent. And so someone who makes $200,000 a year might qualify for a subsidy. Yeah. Um, and that's not, so it's it's a that's wonderful. It's not small. It's not small. Susie's, Susie's had the largest one and we'll end on this one. Okay, you get the prize. Uh, you get the prize. What is the most you've saved a family for on healthcare I've a saved, month? I've saved down $1,400 a month on healthcare. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to we're gonna end on that a month. It's massive. Yeah, people don't understand. I like, yeah, even, even I like, 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 all right, what do I need to say? And so we had those yes. talking points. And then we covered them in conversation. And then by the time we had the conversation, I just brought up. Well, I really, really genuinely appreciate it. Yeah. I do too. Thank and you. we're glad that we were a top.